Hey, gorgeous. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to ask you about your money personality. Because did you know that your relationship with money, your beliefs, habits, and sabotages around everything in your business are shaped by your particular money personality? You might be a ruler, a celebrity, a nurturer, maybe even an accumulator. And each one of the eight different money archetypes have their own strengths and weaknesses when it comes to marketing, manifesting, and making more money in your business. Once you know your money archetype, you can start profiting from your strengths and talents and not try and swim upstream. When I learned to work to my biggest strengths, it completely transformed every part of my business, my business model, my marketing, my target audience, everything. And now my books, courses and events have generated millions of dollars in revenue and helped thousands of people worldwide. And now I want to share the secret with you as well. I've got a free quiz and a three-part workshop to teach you all about your money archetype and how to leverage your strengths in your business so you can make more money with ease. Now, if you love personality tests, you are going to be as obsessed with the money archetypes as I am. Trust me. So go to denisedt.com slash quiz, find out your archetype today and learn what it means for your business and income. And now, please enjoy the show. Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, gorgeous, and welcome to a bonus episode of Chill and Prosper. This is part two of my launch debrief for my million dollar launch from 2022 which was my Sacred Money Archetypes launch. And if you haven't listened to part one, I was just talking about just why we did the launch, why my first couple of launches really failed around it, and what made the difference to creating finally a million dollar launch and the lessons that you can learn from your own business. And if you don't have time to listen to that, basically I was saying about how if you're a generic and you're trying to be everything to everyone, then often you're no one wants to buy from you, you know, and that was my biggest lesson is that I was marketing it like my archetypes and it was confusing for people and a confused mind always says no. Okay. So in part two for this one, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into some of the results and some of the learnings um, that we did from this. And so just a really quick recap too. Um, I'm talking about sacred money archetypes, which is a methodology that I'm certified in from, from the beautiful Kendall Summerhawk, who I love and adore and respect. And I always, always make sure that I credit her because sometimes people think that I created the sacred money archetypes and I did not. I am certified in the method by Kendall Summerhawk. So I always want to give credit where credit's due. Um, and the eight different archetypes are the accumulators which are the bankers, the alchemists, which are the idea generators, the celebrities, who are the shining stars, the connectors, the ones who bring everyone together, the um, or bring ideas together, not always just everyone, the mavericks, who are here to challenge and revolutionize, the nurturers, who want everyone to be loved and included and to be okay and to take care of everyone, the romantics, who are here to create beauty and live a hedonistic lifestyle and the rulers who just want to make money so if you don't know your archetype 
it's a really good idea to go and do the quiz and then it will give you a lot more context to what I'm talking about. And you can find out your archetypes and your combination of archetypes too. So you can go and take that quiz for free at denisedt.com slash quiz. And for the month of May, we are also promoting the live version of my Sacred Money Archetype course, which is a six-week um incredible live experience where you come together with hundreds well probably thousands of other people actually and we you learn how to implement this in your business in your marketing in your business model in your passive income in your branding all of these different ways to make your business customized for your personality okay so the first step in that is to go do the quiz denisedt.com slash quiz and find out who you are so you can pause this episode go do the quiz it will take you i don't know five ten minutes and, um, and then come back and listen to this. But I'm talking about the launch that I did um, last year. So what I was, my hypothesis, right, was that, okay, so if I did my first couple of launches and they kind of flopped because I was talking to everyone, what would happen if I created those eight different specific sales paths for each archetype? So I had the different sets customized to their, you know, how, how it would show up for me, not necessarily how it shows up for everyone. And the language was very specific to each archetype. The emails were specific, all of these things. So I was like, who is going to join the most? Now, I have noticed the last couple of years, the archetype that joins my courses the most are accumulators, which really, really surprised me because I am not an accumulator. Now, the accumulators are often people who are very, very conscious about money, saving money, being frugal, being sensible with money, making sensible choices with money. Um, When they're in their harmful phases, they can be very scared and skeptical about money. They can very uh, fear losing money, running out of money. But when they're in their helpful phases, they can be very um, just... Methodol- uh, like methodical, <laughs> I lost the word, methodical and very, you know, just really smart people, right? And so I never thought that accumulators would be attracted to my business because I'm often very light on detail, you know, with my ADHD. I can, uh, I'm not great with money sometimes myself, you know, even though I teach money mindset, money management, I don't talk about, you know, it's not my it's not my area of expertise. So I was just really like wondering why those people were attracted to me. And so this is the thing about learning who you are and who your audience is and what is the what's the perfect match? What's the attraction? And finding out that a lot of accumulators, they want more kind of faith and optimism in their business. That's the bit that they're missing often. And that's the that's the missing puzzle piece for them. The people that I attract the least in my business celebrities. So celebrities are often, you know, the star of the show. They're often very flamboyant. They love designer things and beautiful things and shiny things. And you can often see them, you know, they're very impeccably dressed. And and it wasn't surprising to me that celebrities were quite low for me because, you know, I can be very casual. I can be I often be barefoot, you know, all that stuff. And maybe over the last um, couple of years, my branding has become a, a little bit more pulled together. But I'm just not quite, you know, I don't know, just not quite sexy enough for some of the celebrities who are very attracted to often, um, you know, very similar people, you know, who have the designer handbag and all of those things, right? So I knew that that's where my audience kind of lay. And I knew that celebrities don't really join my programs that often. So I kind of was like, okay, 
I'm not going to change everything in my business to attract more celebrities, but I do think that more will join if I play up that glam image. And so when I did the celebrity set, it was um, black, pink, white, designer shoes, handbags. Um, I had glitter, um, a glitter jacket. I had designer shoes. Everything was just way more glam than I would normally do. And yes, we had a lot more celebrities join. So Let's talk about some of the patterns, though, that I I learned about even just when each archetype joined. Okay, so do you know this about your audience? Do you know what excites your audience to buy and when? Because if you're just doing kind of cookie cutter marketing and you go, oh, everyone joins like this, it's it's not always the case. It really isn't. So I wasn't surprised, actually, that um, the people who joined first were mavericks and rulers. And this is because often um, mavericks especially can be very impulsive, very impulsive. So they're just like, yep, I want it. Very impatient. Same with rulers. Rulers are just like, I want it when I want it. Okay. And this, and I'm going to do another episode about business models, okay, for different archetypes. But if you have a program that has an evergreen kind of component, as in it's available anytime, you might think, oh, what's going to incentivize people to join? Mavericks and rulers don't need a lot of incentivization if they want it. They just go, I want it. I want it now. And so I'm an instant gratification person. That's my. That's in my archetypes. I'm a ruler maverick. I want it now. I don't want to wait. Um, so they were the ones who joined first. And more than half of maverick sales came in that early kind of enrollment period when we were like, yep, it's open. People are like, yep, great. I didn't even want to think about it. Um, And then we had celebrity nurture and romantic sales kind of started slowly because sometimes they um, like just might have needed to leave their purchases to the last moment for some reasons, because sometimes the celebrity and the romantic, they just forget. And often romantics are the last ones to join, but they're not necessarily the ones to kind of jump in straight away um, unless you really grab their attention and maybe have like a bonus or something, right? A lot of celebrities and romantics didn't um, stay to watch the the webinar when I did a sales webinar or stay on the call to the end. So a lot of sales from those archetypes were a a little bit lower. Um, And I'll tell you what, there's something there too around with with celebrities and romantics is um, capturing attention. You know, it has to be fun and exciting and it has to be a bit faster too. So it just might have been like, oh, I have to watch a whole webinar. I can't be bothered. (laughs) Which is really funny. Um, and then most of uh, the the nurturers and connectors purchased right near the end. And I think that's too, they often feel guilty about making purchases for themselves. You know, it has to be like, it, you have to give them permission. It's okay to spend money on yourself. Because a lot of nurturers and connectors are always thinking about other people. And so we started to bring more messaging in of, this is how it can help you help others in your life. You're not joining this course for you. No, that would be selfish. <laughs> um, you're joining this course because it can help you understand and take care of other people in your life. Does that make sense? So I would never use that messaging for some of the other archetypes, but for nurturers and connectors, and they just need a little bit more persuading right at the end. Um, so sales by archetype. As I said, I, I did really suspect that accumulators were going to be the highest to join, but... I actually wanted to look at conversion rate. Okay, so um, our overall conversion 
um, for the for the actual launch was was really good actually. I think it was about three um, percent ish, something like that. Um, but some of the archetypes were completely different. So this is really interesting. The most, um, co- as I said, the most common to join accumulator and nurturer. Okay, so accumulators were eighteen percent um, of the overall launch, and nurturers were seventeen percent. Okay, but the celebrities converted the highest, even though they were the lowest amount of sales, yes, but they converted the highest. And I thought that was so interesting. And I think for me, it was very gratifying in a way because I was like, oh, celebrities have never joined my program. But I'm like, oh, doing it this way had really high conversion. But here's the big but. Because overall, the numbers were much lower, I'm not going to change my whole business to attract celebrities. One, it's unsustainable for me. I'm not that shiny person. I'm not that into designer things. It's inauthentic for me to be a celebrity 100% of the time. But I can create, you know, maybe a one-off launch or an evergreen that is just for celebrities. Why not? But does that make sense? I wouldn't change my whole business for celebrities. And actually, when I was filming... Um, I ha- I did celebrity last because I knew it was my least li- people who were least likely to join. And celebrities, please do not feel offended by listening to this if you are a celebrity, one of my rare diamonds, because that is part of your appeal. You are rare. You're not the masses, right? So once you go and see the workshop, you'll see that you know you might not have ever seen me looking like that before. And by the way, I, I share all of the um, sets and videos with everyone who who does the quiz. So go do it at denisedt.com slash quiz. But I wouldn't change my whole business to attract more celebrities. I would rather double down on the accumulators, the nurturers, and maybe one of the other archetypes that um, already likes who I am. And I can just bring in some of that flavor. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break, but then I've got some other juicy statistics for you too about um, payment plans. Who took payment plans? Uh, and little things like that. What are our unsubscribe rates for the launch? Oh my gosh, I learned so much from all of this. Okay, I'll see you um, just after this quick break. Hey, my name is Jessie and I'm a relationship dynamics mentor. Studying and understanding human behaviours is kind of my obsession really, so sacred money archetypes was totally my jam. When I heard Denise describe accumulators as feeling like they were going to be homeless when their money started running low, I knew I'd been seen in a way I had never felt seen before. Finally, I am not crazy. This is actually a place we go to in our heads and I am not alone in that. Okay, welcome back. So we're talking about um, different statistics from my Sacred Money Archetypes launch. And so often more people will ask me and say, Denise, should I offer a payment plan? And what I realize now is that it's really hard to give business advice without knowing someone's archetype and without knowing who your audience is as well. So there's no such thing as one size fits all in any business advice, okay? Because payment plans aren't necessarily attractive to everybody across the board. It really, really depends. So if you know who your audience is, and by the way, you can get your audience to take the quiz. So if you have a Facebook group, if you have a customer group, if you have a newsletter list, um, get them to do the quiz. I'm happy for you to share, obviously. Um, but send them you know, send them the quiz link, denisedt.com slash quiz. 
you could do a little poll in your group and say, what did you get? Because this is going to be fascinating information for you. Really fascinating. Because then things like, should I do a payment plan, Denise? Should I do this? Should I do whatever? It's really going to depend on who your audience is. Okay, so um, accumulators don't really like payment plans because they see that it costs more and they don't want to do it. Plus, they're worried about, you know, if it's a different currency or whatever, but there's just they just don't like that unknown. And a lot of accumulators, they'll only buy things if they have the money for it. So you might find that accumulators won't join your first launch, but they might join your third launch because they've just checked it out. Okay, has it, you know, has it been good? There might just be a few little things that turn them on or turn them off. And that's actually in um, when you do the quiz, one of the workshops is about um, about what attracts different archetypes for things on sales pages and stuff like that so that's part of the free workshop but um, accumulators really don't join so three quarters are accumulators paid in full so they can avoid those finance charges but that doesn't mean that it's an impulsive thing they would have really researched and done pros and cons and really thought about that purchase Um, the people who were um most likely to to do it so a third of celebrities did a payment plan and about 40 percent of romantics um kind of did oh sorry a third of celebrities and 40 percent of romantics they did the painful so that's obviously a lot more of them who did the payment plan um and we found too that it was really most popular with those archetypes who may struggle a little bit with impulsivity right um celebrities definitely struggle with that impulsivity romantics do they're just like if i want it i want it i'll do it but they don't always have the cash flow up front to pay for things Um, and they can also be very optimistic well i'll just pay for that later and that can if you are a celebrity or a romantic you'll see that that can get you into trouble sometimes or or a maverick because mavericks can be very impulsive too and so they're the archetypes that can often struggle with debt which means then that if those archetypes are your audience and you offer them a payment plan, one, you have to be prepared that some of them will default on those payment plans, right? Because they'll lose their credit card. They'll overspend and not have enough money to pay you. They'll get bored. They'll forget what they signed up for. Um, And again, no one come at me with pitchforks. These are like, I'm talking in general terms. But if you are one of those archetypes and you recognize that behavior in yourself, that's really interesting to know. Okay, so if your goal is to attract a certain type of customer, you can choose a payment plan option that's going to suit them or not and have just a little bit more information about that. Okay, so um, I've got a few geeky little things here too. So I mentioned in part one that it was a million dollar launch for us, which was a million US, um, a million and a half Australian. We had uh, 952 people join, which was amazing. It was really like just so thrilled with that and you might think wow million dollar launch that's so out of my realm of possibility right or you might be someone who's done heaps of those kind of launches and you're like oh no big deal but my very first ever course launch that I did in 2009 I had one person do that course and it's not unusual for your first couple of courses to have zero or just a couple of people and that's kind of what you want You know, you want to be able to experiment and make those mistakes. And there are a lot of moving pieces to putting together a launch. You know, there there could be video content or audio and you're trying to do things on the fly and you're trying to do it all yourself. And it can be very overwhelming, right? But I wanted to 
show you what's coming. If you're someone who wants to do bigger and bigger launches, I want to talk about what it cost us to do that. So you might think, oh, okay. The accumulator's like, yeah, but what's your profit, Denise? Who cares about your revenue? So our expenses are normally about 20% of our launch revenue, you know, and that's mostly ad spend, team. We often have extra team members come in, production like video costs and things like that, web design, just extra stuff, right? But because I was doing eight launches in one launch and I wanted to do it in a really spectacular way, it cost a lot more money to do this. Now, you do not have to do this. You know, like I literally sourced everything in that set, everything. Like there were tiny little things and I got them from thrift stores and whatever and I hired an interior designer and I hired a fashion stylist and all of these things and all of that stuff really added up. But for your first launch, you don't have to go to that level of detail. But I still want you to see what I did because I think you can replicate that. Replicate your values on display. Replicate the energy of who you're speaking to. Okay, so you don't have to spend that much um, that, the, as I did. But I'll just tell you a little bit about how our our costs broke down if you're interested in that. So we we spent quite a lot on advertising for this launch. And we we did mostly Facebook advertising. You know, we spent probably, we spent over 100 grand on ads and ad management, which is about 8% of that total, total revenue, right? So if you're just starting out, you probably wouldn't spend money on ads because you probably don't know how to do ads. And that's totally fine too, right? Totally fine. Um, but we wanted to get a lot of people finding out about the quiz, but also finding out about the course. So um, yeah, we did a we did a lot of ads for that. But my biggest expenditure actually was production. I spent over a hundred thousand dollars on videos. You do not need to do this. You don't. As I said, we did four um, videos times eight just for the free pre-launch content, and then there was about eight lessons. Again, um, some of them I, you know, kind of replicated between archetypes, but there was still probably about sixty odd videos. And I did it there. I wanted it to be TV, Netflix level production. And that just costs money. It costs money to do it. Having the sound mixing, having all of the different B-roll, I didn't want to do any of that myself, you know? So I, I had pro video person and I had pro editors. All of that stuff costs money. You do not need to do that. You don't need to do that for your first couple of launches. Um, my first, uh, blah, 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 my first one, I did it on an iPad. You know, it's do what you can with what you have right now. And, you know, the average iPhone is a way better camera than first generation iPads were, probably even more better than most video production, you know, 10 years ago. So you don't need to spend that much money. But I just wanted to share what, uh, yeah, what, what I spent on that. And it was expensive, right? But here's what I learned from that. One, I had a massive big vision. I wanted it to look a certain way. And I think most of my stuff has looked great for years, right? But there's always a part of me that's never quite happy. I want to push it, but there's always there's never enough time or money or, you know, team or whatever to really make this how I wanted it to be. And this was the first time that I just went, no, it's got to be excellent. And I didn't have to buy all the little bits for all the set to that extent, but I wanted to. I wanted a big creative project that I felt so proud of. And yes, there were mistakes. You probably still see typos in things. It, you know, I, it got to like 90 
5%, I reckon, to what I wanted. And it still kills me that I couldn't do that extra 5%. But it was just like, it was worth it to me to spend 100 grand on videos because I was so proud of the result. And hopefully you see it as well when you watch it. And hopefully if you come and join us on the course this month, you will see where we spent the money. Like it was, it was epic. It really was. Um, But you don't have to do it like that. What I want you to learn from that is that it's okay to have a vision. It's okay to have standards around things. It's okay to experiment. You know, your next course is not the course that it will be like that forever. Most of my courses live for two years and then I redo them. I, I refresh them. And you can see that in if you've been in Money Bootcamp, which is, you know, my flagship um, course and community. If you've been there for since the start, you'll see that it's gotten better and better each time, you know, or it's gotten a little bit different. Um, just little things shift and change. And so don't feel like your next launch is what you're going to have to be stuck with forever. Do what you can with what you've got right now, but do it, you know, really just do it. And if you can learn about yourself and your audience, then you're going to leverage everything that you do. And you're not just going to throw things out there blindly, which is fine as well. Because sometimes you do, that's what you do at the start of your business. You chuck stuff out and then you learn from it. And then you tighten things up and then you speak more specifically to a particular audience member. That's what you do. So, oh, I mentioned that I was going to share this unsubscribe rate, which I'll quickly do as well. So, um, and by the way, if you go to the the notes for this episode, I'll link to our debrief and you can see some of the images and stuff like that too. So just go to denisect.com slash podcast, look for this episode, which is part two launch debrief, sacred money archetypes, and um, you'll find all those bits. I'll link them. So we had um, about 19,000 brand new leads for this, um, but we had about 5,000 people unsubscribe during this launch, which is kind of expected, right? Especially when you're doing a launch, um, you know, you're going to be emailing people more. Don't stress about that. You know, that's something that I, I find that people are really stressed about when it comes to doing business, putting content out there that people unsubscribe and they will. Every time you send an email, you'll get people unsubscribing, sometimes even people that you know. So one tip is to turn off those unsubscribe notifications. None of your business. You don't need to know that. Don't hold on to their ankles as they walk away and be like, why? Why are you leaving me? <laughs> you don't need to worry about it. Okay. So don't even stress. Um, I, I, one other thing that I want to share too quickly is the um, refund rate. Another thing that people get scared about is refunds. I've talked about this. I've written about it. Go to my site, search refunds. Don't hold back your business dreams because you're scared of getting refunds. It sucks. I don't like them either. It breaks my heart a little bit when I think, oh, I'm so sorry I couldn't give you what you needed. But also some people just ask for a refund because they're like, they're shit. (laughs) No, some people will literally consume your content and ask for a refund. It sucks. Um, And during this launch, I had about 56 refund requests, you know, out of 952, 56 people refunded, which sounds like a lot. And in dollar terms, it's about $80,000 refunded, which is to be expected. It's totally fine. You know, we we always expect that we'll get about five to 6% of people will ask for a refund. That's it. And you can ask, you get a survey, we can sometimes find out why and you can learn from it. But people will, people will ask for refunds. Kind of sucks, but it does. So um, I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. I love talking about SMA. As I said, I'm going to be talking about it a lot in this, um, in May, SMA. Um, Go do the quiz, denisedt.com slash quiz and keep an eye out too for the course, the live course, which is happening 
um, in June. Oh, sorry, well, it closes cut at the end of, of May. So come and join us. We've got a lot of cool bonuses. And um, all the info for that is at denisedt.com slash SMA. But don't go away because I do have one little final thought for you right after this last break. And it's a good one. All right, speak to you soon. Hi, my name is Kerry Layton and I am a show business success coach for ambitious entrepreneurial performers. I joined SMA in January 2019 and it was such a revelation to me as a performer myself and an ambitious one at that, how my celebrity archetype played out in all areas of my life and how my romantic archetype um, was in direct conflict with my maverick. So I absolutely completely recommend it. It's been such a great experience to, I dived in and then also, as I know, my celebrity nature I uh, like to learn via osmosis, so I like to listen to Denise's teachings when I'm in the bath or just have them on while I'm cooking and just really absorb all those lessons and they have really enriched all of my programs and my business, my online profile, how I serve my clients, um, you know, how my celebrity clients, how I can best serve them with the advice that Denise gives. So uh, amazing. I would absolutely, completely recommend you jumping on SM right away okay so there's a quote that I really live by whenever I do launches or anything really where I'm selling to people or marketing and it's a quote by Jack Canfield you might have heard it before he says some will some won't so what someone's waiting and he does an acronym for that he just goes SW 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 and this has just helped me in so many ways. When you put yourself out there, when you do something that's really scary for you or that you're really passionate about, like I am with with Sacred Money Archetypes and with my Money Boot Camp, I'm like, I want to help you. Come and join. And not everyone will want to join. Not everyone will say yes to you. And it will be you know, a much smaller percentage than you think. And you can get discouraged by that. You can quit. You can give up you can internalize it and think oh nobody wants what I have oh I suck and I kind of felt a little bit like that in my first sacred money archetype launches because I was like what's the deal I know how to launch why aren't people joining and you know I as I said to you in these two parts I tightened up who I was talking to I understood who I was talking to I spoke directly to them in all of the different ways that I did Um, but this some will some won't so what someone's waiting is just the best piece of advice I can give you for marketing. And again, that's Jack Canfield who says that. And so whatever you're procrastinating on, whatever you're fearful about, whatever you're worried about, whether it's sending out your newsletter or launching something or publishing your book and you're thinking, oh my God, what if people don't like it? Well, some will, some won't. So what? Someone's always waiting. All right, well, I will see you on the next episode of Chill and Prosper. Take care. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.